0: So now we're going to transition to uh, ones that we both didn't have, um, but different services. So, Doctor Freed, do you want to start with one of the services you had, Netflix?
1: Sure. So for Netflix, I recommend watching Lights Out. So it's not a classic horror film; it is one that came out about seven or eight years ago. But the premise is, of course, being afraid of the dark, and so there is this family that is being haunted and there is an entity that only exists in the darkness. And as soon as you shine light on it, then the entity will disappear, take off, you'll be safe. But then of course, there's a power outage and there's a lack of batteries and there's no form of light to be found. So they have to face their fears and try to find a way to get rid of this entity and save the family. It's the oldest daughter who is trying to save their younger sibling. Unfortunately, the mother and father have already fallen victim to the entity. I really liked it because, again, it plays with the idea of light and dark, and are we ever really safe? Because of course, we can create light, but what happens when you don't have access to fire and electricity, and it's just you, a human, alone in the dark? What else is out there?
0: Very nice. Uh, Let me go with Peacock. Um, Again, one more that I recommend, not because I think it's great, Um, I think it's it had a good premise and kind of did not go well with it, but it's a cultural phenomenon was they slash them on Peacock. So it takes the traditional summer camp trope um, slasher film, so Friday the 13th Sleepaway Camp. But here instead of the summer camp, it's a conversion camp. So LBGTQ plus. Uh, so that premise is, is what got it. a lot of attention and I think is worth watching in the sense that how something can have good intentions and totally go off the rail because it overemphasizes the trope of the summer camp and becomes too much of that. Um, But it does do its characters initially fairly well um, with the uh, subculture that it's trying to emphasize. I just wish they had been bold enough to keep with Um, their initial idea. It seems like one of those movies that is back and forth between the studio and the creator or the creator was trying to do something that they didn't know fully (laughs) what they were trying to do. Uh, It has Kevin Bacon. So that's worth it. He's always (laughs) worth watching. Uh, Other than that, I don't recognize many of the other actors and actresses in it, but um, I think, like I said, it was well done for the beginning part of the movie and everything.
1: Yeah, I heard of it, but haven't watched it, but I'll add it to my list. Uh, For me, the other services that I have, the last one that I have is YouTube. So for YouTube, I'm not going to be recommending movies, but instead two different channels that have movie link features that you could watch if you wanted to. So one is pretty popular. You've probably heard of it. A lot of the students have probably heard of it or watched it. So BuzzFeed Unsolved, um, specifically BuzzFeed Unsolved Supernatural, There are two hosts. There is Ryan, who believes in ghosts. There's Shane, who does not believe in ghosts. And essentially, they go and explore different haunted areas. So you get a nice backstory. You get a little bit of a history of the area. And of course, they're really good at bantering as they're going through and exploring these areas. So there are moments of genuine scariness, but then a lot of lightheartedness. They departed from BuzzFeed and started their own different company called Watcher and they've basically rebooted the franchise but call it Ghost Files now. So I would recommend that. Each one is about on Buzzfeed, about 45 minutes or so on Watcher with Ghost Files. It's about an hour 15 or so. The other channel that I would recommend is called Ask a Mortician. So creepy because it's about death, but it's really informative. So it's Caitlin Doty. She is a funeral home director, at least she was before she moved entirely into YouTube. But she's also written a couple of books. She's written one on cremation, which is Smoke Gets in Your Eyes. And another one about general death questions, which is Will My Cat Eat My Eyeballs? And when she's talking about death, she's also set up the Order of the Good Death for death education, because it's something that's pretty taboo that we don't talk about in America. But when she's talking about it, she's doing it from a perspective of here's the science behind what goes on in the funeral home business, but then here are these different cultural traditions... So oftentimes she'll offer some historical knowledge and she goes into different stories. Uh, One of them was looking at books bound in human skin. So they are really books that are bound in human skin. But there are a lot that have been said that they are, but they have shown to be in other things. But she'll talk about the history of it, why it happened. There was a vampire scare that I didn't know about in New England. So she has a historical documentary on that and just a wide variety of these different topics. One that was on Devil's Hole, which was called Missing Divers, Charles Manson, and the rarest fish in the world. So it goes a little bit all over the place, but it's really fascinating how all these things weave together and have to do with that through line of dealing with death and the different aspects. So I would recommend those two channels.
0: So other services that I have, I have uh, Max, so they're, a uh, few good ones. I'm going to go with, I think, more recent film here, uh, Green Room, uh, which is really good, super creepy, because it's probably the most realistic uh, one that we're going to talk about. But it's about a band playing out in the outskirts um, bar. They go back to their green room and then realize the bar is um, being run by neo-Nazis and they kill one of the um, band members and now they have to kind of escape uh, so Super Creepy, it was one of the last films with Anton Jacevich, if I said his name correctly, who played Chekhov in the new Star Trek movies and a few um, other things before his car accident. Mm. And speaking of Star Trek, it also has uh, Patrick Stewart, John Luke Picard. As the head of the Nazis, so super creepy, like not a role you would imagine him in.
1: No, but one I imagine he's very good at and being really creepy in.
0: Yeah, so it's one of those ones where against typecasting and um, really good. But it is kind of like what Dr. Freed said earlier, being trapped instead of home invaders, they're trapped in the setting here, tries to take it realistically. As much as possible. So uh, I think that's pretty good on Max. And then I also have Paramount Plus. And so here, Paramount Plus is the debate of what to have because they do have the Scream franchise, which is always worth watching. Um, But I think I'm going to go with the sequel to a found footage film, semi-sequel, 10 Cloverfield Lane is really good. Again, that claustrophobic feel because it takes place in a bunker, um, so it's about this person, this lady who uh, has an accident on the road. Uh, guy takes her into the bomb shelter, tells her that there's an invasion, aliens, and there's a virus out there, and so keeps her confined there. There's one other person he has in there as well. The main character, John Goodman, mm-hmm. in all his creepiness. Um, so again, another against typecasting. Uh, I forget who the other two But the lady's the main character. And really, is he telling the truth? Is he not? Is he protecting them? Um, The confined space, are they going crazy? Um, Really good for that aspect. It links to the Cloverfield movie, so by franchise, but I don't think that aspect's great. It could have been better there. But the, the idea, if they just had made it not related to the Cloverfield movies, it would have been, I think, A stellar movie
1: I agree this is one I actually have seen and they do a really good job of building up that suspense and John Goodman super creepy and you can't tell is he really telling the truth and trying to be protective or is he trying to set up his own little fiefdom with these two people and just wants control it's really well done
0: yeah it's one of those where like I probably would have cut it 10 minutes early Mm -hmm. and left a lot more ambiguous um, to it Obviously, there's tons of other great ones. So maybe talk to you next Halloween.
1: Sounds like a plan. And anytime that you want to talk to us about horror movies, we are always around. Shoot us an email. Oh, if you want to know where to watch different horror movies, there is a website called justwatch.com. And it's for any movie, not just horror movies. But it'll tell you, put in the title, and it will tell you what streaming service it's available on and how much it costs on that service.
0: Yeah. And for myself, I have woku on the tv so i can just do a search through that and it will tell you the same type of thing so that's where i do a lot of my searches especially for newer movies is it out free yet for us to watch so we were back and forth a bunch of times for the super mario movie because my (laughs) daughter wanted to watch that but yeah um let me know movies in general doesn't have to be horror movies uh shoot me an email definitely talk about most anything
1: (laughs) All right. Well, those are our recommendations. So happy Halloween, happy haunting, happy viewing.